it's February 2020, a normal day for Sack Nation and Ghana's music industry. At exactly 5.23 p.m., photos of Sarkodie and two producers from his camp hit Twitter from the Red Bull Studios in London Bridge. 5.30 p.m., another set of photos follow. In one of the frozen moments, he poses with his team hanging out with other international creatives in Red Bull Studios UK. Behind him, his longtime collaborator Posse G and award-winning producer MOG Beats. February 21, 2020, 11.17 a.m. A video of the session hits online. More creatives, including KJ's Peel, are seen vibing at the session. About a week after that, Awal Al-Hassan, known widely as Posse G, sits with online journalist Kobi Che, another close associate of the Sarkodie camp, and reveals. The interview sets social media in a frenzy. It's pure pandemonium. The man Sark Nation called the landlord had done it again. To them, he is the landlord and everyone else is renting. If the nation had a legal tender, on it would be the inscription in Sark We Trust. Sarkodie's journey from Tema to Trenchtown has been a long time coming. The journey as witnessed by observers has been filled with groundbreaking moments and chart-topping music. The music I played at the top of the show wasn't chart-topping music. That was a random pick from an online music library titled Of Shane by Kotosan. I played you that sample because I cannot afford the rights to Adonai, featuring the talented Castro the destroyer of blessed memory. And why would I play you a slice of that inspirational piece of art giving reverence to the maker for showering them with the best of everything life has to offer? The video to that record is the most watched on Sarkodie's YouTube channel. It has 90 million views as of January 25, 2023. In this episode, a search for redemption, cementing his legacy and giving his nation the bragging rights. Welcome to Fishing for Fame, a show about African music industry innovators, idealists, entrepreneurs and the stories behind the moments. I'm Ishak Abdullahi and on the show today, how Sarkodie rose from the streets of Tema, a city built in 1960 as a man-made harbour, to being on the same record as Robert Nesta Mali a global music icon who moved to Trenchtown when he was only 14 to start making music. There's clarity in the uncertainty that prevails in the African music industry. Immediately after a big collaboration, a partnership deal, a number one chart position or a soda concert is announced. One camp is left in disarray and the other camp will pop all sorts of liquids with variations in alcohol percentages. But to know the full truth, it helps to first look back. There are moments in the careers of African music greats, records that announce their eminence to wider audiences, new lands, and larger following. Records made great by the context that surrounds them. These artists add reverence to their legacies. 
by what they have overcome. And to be honest, Sack and his nation went through hills and valleys to overcome this one. Known for his silent moves and all the mystique, the rapper whose name loosely translates to this eagle hardly speaks about his next moves. This time round, the banter was so peak to calm nerves, the rapper on May 11, 2020 shared a photo of Bob Nestamali on his socials. Almost everyone missed the point and the actual intention of that post. As S-A-R-K-O-D-I-E prepared to unleash the record that had vocals of the artist bigger than Jay-Z, the rapper known as The Landlord confronted a series of nagging questions. Pressure was mounted when his No Pressure album premiered in 2021. Social media timelines were jammed with queries when his Jams album premiered in 2022. From his in-house producer and longtime collaborator Posiji announcing the record prematurely, to rival fans breathing down the necks of his ever-solid sack nation, to his act nemesis already featuring one of the biggest vocalists and performers in the world in July 2020. We are there right now, even Sakodi has featured about Mali. It's so beautiful. At least we have someone that can feature a ghost. We should praise him. Sack on his countryside record with. Black Sharif rapped, I know it's hard but I'm giving y'all hope, when you're feeling like the world is against you and you're back against the wall, God is gonna send you an angel. Nyamiba Biara will rise when you fall, so don't stop, stay strong. It no be overnight, it will take long. When you go 10 times down, you will rise 10 times up. What Sak wanted, what he actually needed was to end all the questions about his legacy as an African great and put his legacy back on an immortal track. I have no idea, Jay-Z said when asked by the Sunday Times in April 2021 on how he wants to be remembered. I am not beyond ego, right? Hopefully they speak of me with the names of Bob Marley and all the crates, but that's not for me to say. It's fitting that this record was reworked by an artist from the land of the red gold green it's fitting that Bob Marley's estate gave the opportunity to no other artist on the rich soil of Africa but Michael Ousuado. It's fitting that after all these years this heartwarming record was made, it was a wordsmith from the Black Star country who was handpicked to lay his vocals next to the everlasting voice of Robert Nesta Marley's. You wondering why? The lady for whom the record was written for in 1967, Rita Marley, has been living in Ghana for 20 plus years, according to famed music magazine Rolling Stone in February 2020. This seductive vamp is arguably Mali's most popular love song. Stay It Up was written for his wife, Rita, in 1967, the year after they were married. It's a testament to Mali's guilelessness that he could get away with borderline cheesy lines like I'll push the wood, I'll blaze your fire, then I'll satisfy your heart desire. The song also gave Marley his first taste of widespread commercial success when Jamaican pop soul singer Johnny Nash of I Can See Clearly Now fame covered State Up and took it to the top 20 in both the United States and England. Rita Marley moved to Ghana together with Bob Marley's family in the 1990s. She applied and became a Ghanaian citizen in 2013. 
She changed her name from Rita Marley to Nana Ifwa Abudia. In Ghana's Ibri, she also has a home and created a music studio in memory of her late husband, Bob Nesta Marley. The name of the studio is Studio One, and she also runs the Rita Marley Foundation that supports charitable endeavors around the world. If individually, each sack native is a drop of water, then together they are an ocean. Consider this collaboration as a symphony of chords from a rap virtuoso. Each verse is laced with heavy desires for one's soulmate, the kind that has changed fortunes, narratives, and careers. Sarkodie raps with elegance and grace. He dazzled and left many mesmerized. And while all of the continent watched his legacy with a pinch of souls and many with a side eye, the pride of Tema, Ghana, and Africa sharpened the continuous global spread of Africa's sound. And in finally delivering this collaboration, he has opened countless opportunities for more across the continent. If you enjoyed this episode, then kindly share, like, comment, and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm Ishak Abdullahi, and this was Fishing for Fame. Thank you for pressing play.